Hey friends, it's Caitlin Vincent and welcome to the Ego Girlfriend Podcast. I'm here to be real, vulnerable and have your back along the way. We're only human and make mistakes, but we are here to support one another and feel empowered in taking the next step. I'll be joined by some epic guests that will openly share the space to speak their truth. This podcast is for entertainment purposes and I highly recommend you seek professional advice when needed. Are you ready for it? Let's have some fun. (laughs) Ah, well, I am very stoked to be back on another episode of a podcast, a little bit of a solo one. I'm very stoked because this one is going to be such an empowering conversation that a lot of people need to be having at the moment. And one of the things that I know that I always start with, which is three things that I am grateful for. The first thing that I am grateful for is that I had an amazing female empowerment workshop on the weekend and it really just made me value my purpose and reason why I'm doing this and I'm a woman on a mission to make sure that I can give this space and provide the freedom of conversation around so many topics that females are just afraid to talk about where it shouldn't be something to be afraid of. It should be something that is part of the norm and just part of the everyday and that we feel supported because we've got a lot of barriers behind us that are stopping us from living our true potential. And that's why I make these live events because as much as technology is amazing, I know that humans connect so much better face-to-face. So it was juicy. It was lots of fun. Um, It was a real sexy empowerment workshop. So I'm really grateful for the ladies that turned up and showed up and became their true self. So thank you ladies for showing up to the event. It was amazing. The other thing that I'm grateful for is I've actually chosen to really focus less on drinking alcohol at the moment I feel like my mindset has just been really focused on a lot of other things and I need the clear mindset to be able to establish my mission and vision so I'm actually really grateful that I'm tuning into you know having a bit of a break don't get me wrong I will have some fun when it comes to my birthday coming up soon. But I know that it's definitely been nice just to have a bit of a break and actually listening to what is actually going on. The last thing that I'm grateful for is, as always, I'm really grateful for you, for you taking the time to tune in, to listen, to hear my amazing voice (laughs) and just to be a part of this journey because I know that a lot of people either, you know, love to tune into a new podcast because they really just want to seek that you know, inspiration or motivation for themselves. And I really want this to be a relatable conversation for every time that I have it, whether it's a man or woman that's listening, I know that you deserve to be heard as well. So as much as I'm talking in your ear at the moment, (laughs) know that your voice is very valid. So I appreciate you in every single way and everything about you. So I may not have met you, but know that I'm always here for you. So today's topic is is something that I'm probably going to get a little bit fiery about, but in a good way, (laughs) because we have such a, I don't know if I want to say stigma yet. We just have accepted to be mistreated and spoken about in a way that should not really be elevated and heightened. And I'll go into a bit more what I actually mean by that. But What I actually have done for such a long time is I've really tried to amp up this female empowerment. Now, I did originally start with teenagers and I know down the track I will still find a way to enhance teenagers and be there with the support. 
but I can really tell that women are yearning, especially from my generation onwards, they're really yearning for this sort of empowerment and they're looking for someone to sort of turn to because they've tried everything that they can, but they are just not feeling that they're thriving. They're not feeling that they're at their best self and they know, they've got this gut feeling. They know that they can be more. They know that they can be day in and day out and feeling good about themselves. So what I really wanted to amp up about female empowerment is you go to sometimes events and they motivate you. They feel amazing and, you know, they just pick you up straight away and they're like, whoa, that was amazing. And then all of a sudden, like three weeks later, you're like, oh, I'm back to reality. I'm back to back to where I was. And that part is sort of hard because a lot of the time you then think, well, hang on, like that person just motivated me so highly why all of a sudden have I gone back down to my lull? Well, that's why I try to seep on. It's not only just your self-confidence. It's also a part of for females, your period cycle and also sex as well. So when you have these three areas of your life that are balancing, that you're understanding, that you're appreciating, then you have a lot more empowerment about yourself. Because if you're only focusing on one area, which is self-confidence and really boosting yourself up, whenever you get your period cycle, you then have this real negative connotation with the pain and understanding what is going on and the frustrations around it. And then obviously you've got sex where the pleasure and the fulfillment that you get from that, if you're not really connecting to yourself for the high level of fulfillment that you can get, then how are you meant to be empowered about yourself? So these three pillars that I really focus on, I know encompass a women altogether and also for men as well, because once you're confident in yourself, the period cycle, not for men, <laughs> but there's still other entities that I can focus on in there. Then obviously the sex is for both. So the way that we have to really establish female empowerment is know that we can acknowledge ourselves in each of these areas. And that's where it's so important that we are obviously opening up the conversation. And I know that there's no filter when it comes to actually talking about any of these topics. I've had some quite interesting private conversations because people don't really want to openly share about it. And that's why I put myself out there so much because I'm like, well, people don't know what you know until you put it out there. So the more that I'm putting myself out there and getting these delicious conversations from people that just hit you in the head with the negative conversation, (laughs) I'm like, wow, keyboard warriors, hello to you. I have had to just keep pushing through because I was like, no, the message that I'm trying to amplify, the message that I'm trying to reach to gain the female empowerment is something that is, yeah, I'm pushing a taboo. I'm pushing something that is breaking barriers of conversation. And that is where I've had the point of going, nah, we've got to change this from being taboo to empowerment because it's a part of us. It is a part of everything. And if we're not just understanding the real basics of it, then we're not understanding our true selves. When people put these, you know, taboos on these areas of sex and periods in particular, then we're not actually connecting to ourselves properly. We're actually limiting ourselves. And if I'm being quite frank, those people that don't want to talk about sex, I'm like, ah, ladies and gentlemen, we were made from sex. So if you're calling this conversation disgusting, if you're calling this conversation, you know, disrespectful, you're kind of pointing the finger at yourself saying that you're disrespectful, (laughs) that you're disgusting because that's where we came from. So let's get the scientific facts in place because that's where it came from. And when everyone talks about the birds and the bees, I just, I think, 
Yes, I love that that is the conversation, but I hate that it's called birds and the bees. Let's just say that as it is, ladies and gentlemen, let's just say it as it is, because that's what it needs to be. The healthy conversations, because otherwise you're then layering on a conversation that is a Band-Aid. And then when they find out about it, then they think, oh, you've just, you've lied to me. You've lied to me about the truth, which means that that must have been that something's bad about it. And that's what's happened with the younger generation is as soon as we've put a cap over it, we've gone, well, uh, let's just call it Birds and the Beats or let's just call it a different name. And as soon as they actually find out the facts about it or they go into social media, they're like, oh, I just opened up a can of worms about the truth. So you're lying to me. Why did you lie to me? Why did you actually not tell me the truth about what it is? Were you ashamed about it? Okay, it's a shame. You know, and they put all this negative association with it. And then all of a sudden they then dive into it more because they're curious because they're like, wow, if they're not talking about it, that means that I have a free go to find out more about it. And then there becomes back to the taboo of it going, well, this is naughty or this is bad behavior or this is, you know, what it needs to be. And, you know, there's so my brain is just spiraling in so many different ways of, you know, where it could be so much more better presented, but I do, the only thing I will understand is when it comes to public sexual relations, fair enough, like we don't need to see it out in public, guys. It's okay. (laughs) We can kind of keep it in a way that's just a nice moment for each other. However, we are trying to remove the taboo because it doesn't need to be a taboo anymore. And I don't actually like saying it anymore. I just like to say it is what it is, but I've got to go through the generational conversation of where it is. So what is taboo? What is taboo to people? I feel like we have to kind of take a step back in where it actually originated from. Who was the first person that goes, right, taboo is this. This is what I'm calling it. This is what it's about. This is what it is. And let's follow it from there. So did a little research, a little learning, because I'm always curious. See exactly what happens. As soon as you find out something bad or negative, you're like, okay, I'm curious. I want to find out more. <laughs> so I'm following the pattern now. But anyways, so where it actually originated from, it was a Polynesian origin and it was first noted from Captain James Cook. Now we're going back into the yeehaw days <laughs> and he introduced it in the English language. So this was when he was trying to come at it from a certain lens of breaching or defiance. It was kind of, it was like breaking this barrier of, okay, well, you've done something to break a barrier from what I think is wrong. So this was his notion of saying that is wrong, that is incorrect, and that is that shouldn't be happening. So this is just the conception of putting in a barrier of saying this is not okay. And that was coming from him. He could have chosen to be like, no, it's all good, guys. You guys do this. You guys do that. And now we've had this conception of going, oh, this must be the way now. Someone has told me that this is bad. That means it has to be bad. And it's interesting because some of the things that he put a barrier on were the areas that were sort of a lack in success. It was either hunting or fishing or sickness, miscarriage or death. So if you think about those areas you're thinking okay well sickness a lot of people have got this if you're sick it's bad miscarriage it's bad 
death, it's bad. So we've got these sort of connotations around taboo. Now, I'm not going to say if it's right or wrong. This is up to you and what you think is going to be right or wrong for taboo. But when it comes to the hunting or fishing, we've got such interesting ways about this. With hunting, it becomes of a trace notion of, obviously, this was originally from food. But I am looking now at a different lens of like hunting in a way of what they're gathering and gathering is obviously with people. And what's kind of happened is now over time is we've got this protective layer of like you can't be hunting down that person or you can't be, you know, abrupting that person or you can't do this. So it's interesting because we've now got this sort of narrowed mindset of going what is right or wrong with the tapu area it's then from his words it's then been manipulated and molded into five key taboo areas which is where society has then amped up the conversation has amped up in agreement and then we've sort of just followed along as being like this is bad and this is what shouldn't be happening so the five areas are abortion addiction adultery and weirdly asking a woman's age i was like okay that's an interesting one now there is a lot of conversations about abortion and what is right and what is wrong now this podcast episode is probably not going to be a whole delve into abortion and i just want to respect that it comes down to the individual's choice and circumstance Because as a female, when you've got the miracle of being able to produce something and when you want to be able to nurture and love that child and be able to provide a life for it, you want to be able to make sure that it is ready to come into this world for the right reasons and the right timing. Now, sometimes it's never the right timing. It just sort of happens. You're like, oh, well. Pregnant. But this is where the massive education around tracking your cycle and understanding your period and knowing when to actually be careful and mindful and what are the contraceptions that you can choose to do. This can actually be really helpful to eliminate the abortion rates. So it really comes down to your choice and where you want to go with it. But that's why it's so important that we actually talk about periods and tracking the cycle because that is a part of our system and is a part of what it is and if we feel empowered to talk about it then we're actually going to educate people to help alleviate this so-called taboo around it and around the topic around the conversation but ladies you have the right and the choice in your body and what you choose to do it needs to be respected and it needs to be a conversation that everyone talks about whether you do it or you don't and we support everyone in that decision Now, adultery, this is huge in such a lens because when it comes to sexual assault, sexual abuse, especially in the workplace and all these movies and, you know, books that are coming out about what's been happening with all these different people and it drives me insane that there is still, to this day, it's happening. And this is where... If we feel in our self-confidence and feeling empowered about how we actually communicate effectively and what we know our boundaries are and being able to respect ourselves, because for women, we love and yearn for connection. So hence why we have those moments where we fall for those silly situations because we are tricked into thinking that this person is interested. We are tricked into the notion that they're saying the right things that they, that we know that you know, deep down what's going on. And if we don't actually know how to tune into our 
intuition, then we don't know how to protect ourselves. And we just think, oh, I hope. I hope that this is a situation. I'm going to give it a go. Oh, I don't know. And the whole dating world at the moment is just a very interesting situation. So when it comes to adultery and understanding connection on self-pleasure and sex and what is right and what is not right is the way that we actually need to open up the conversation about sex a lot more is then to protect people to know and establish what it is they actually want, what it is that actually really ignites them in a way that doesn't have to be manipulating, that doesn't need to be discriminating, that doesn't need to be a way that, you know, downplays someone. Because deep down, we all have this trauma or we have this sort of emotional barrier that is actually making us act out and do these things. So if we can actually tap into what is going on, then we can actually result in the physical action that is happening in that moment. So I feel like I obviously can never take away a lens from someone that's ever experienced this, someone that's actually gone through this. And I never want to play the card of saying that I know it all. I really don't. And I want people to know that everything that I'm talking about is just from a lens of what I've been able to educate myself on. And I want people to open up the conversation that if anything has come up that hasn't been, you know, said properly or in a way I I'm all here and that's what this podcast is about is to make sure that we're all tuning in to help each other out and support one another and the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't want people to think that this is just a oh Caitlin thinks she's the expert this is just a conversation I'm just more than happy to open up and share these uncomfortable conversations because that's exactly what your girlfriend is all about it's opening up the conversation so know that This is here for open conversation. The other one is addiction. Now, drugs and alcohol is definitely something that has heightened. I'm not going to say here I'm a goody two-shoes. Hell no, I'm not a goody two-shoes. Have I learned from that? Yes. Yes, I've learned from that. And I've learned that it is so much better when you don't have a lot of it in your system. Hence why I said right at the beginning, I was like, I'm so glad and grateful that I'm actually removing it um, less. Is it something that I'll remove completely? No, that's something that I I don't really have a goal with. I don't really have a desire to because it's okay to have a moment where you enjoy life and it's okay to have a little bit of a giddy feeling. So yeah, for me personally, I will never give up on it, but I'm reducing it. Yes, absolutely. So addiction is something that also comes down to well, what is going on with that individual person with their emotions and what is actually going on with their life and if they're able to talk to someone if they're able to understand what's going on then they're not actually suppressing their emotions from the alcohol or drug that they're actually taking so a lot of people that do take it they keep saying i'm doing it for a good time or i'm doing it just to have fun don't get me wrong when you're on it you feel amazing but the aftermath is terrible so it becomes this sort of addiction of like oh that's the only way that i will feel fulfilled that's the only way that i will feel good about myself and that's the only thing that i can do and addiction doesn't just have to be alcohol and drugs like people can actually have addiction to certain foods and certain exercises and they get this addiction of what it is and even can people well that was a lot of words okay then even people can get addicted to sex there's so many things that people can get addicted to like social media so it's when that dopamine hits and it's like, oh, that felt good. I want to keep doing that again. <laughs> so some are good addictions. Some become a little bit too far. And 
you have to be accountable to know when it's gone too far. Every single individual person knows because of these taboos that we've been told, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, don't do this, don't do that. So we all know the limit, but yet some people will push it for a certain reason because they can't handle things anymore and they do it because they just think that that's the best way out of it. But what it is, is actually covering up like a bandaid. And that's why the more discomforting conversations we have, the more that we face it, the more that we're going to actually understand our own needs and what we want for ourselves, truly what we need for ourselves. And then asking a woman's age. Now, firstly, what's wrong with asking a man's age as well? Like what, what made that different of being like, so asking a man's age is okay, but apparently a woman, it's not. And then that's that notion of saying, so aging is a bad thing because then at least, because <laughs> interesting, because then obviously Captain Cook was saying, well, death is the taboo. We all know that's what what's happening. That's, that's where we're going. I used to be so shit scared of like talking about death. And then I was like, well, Kaylin, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So... I don't want to think about it as much, but I obviously am like, well, that's that's a part of it. So you just got to make the most of it every day. And that's where the gratitude comes through. Anyways, that's a bit of a <laughs> sidetrack there. Back to the age. The only issue there is that that individual person has either felt like that they haven't lived their life to the fullest, that they haven't made the most of it, that they are not happy with where they're at, that they're just choosing to do the day in and day out. That's where you need things like female empowerment to be able to make sure it doesn't matter where you're at with your life, that you have the choice to change it and stop giving yourself guilt and being like, wow, I I should have done this. I should have done that. Okay. You acknowledge it, then take action. Actually do it. Do the step that's going to help you to not have this suppression of, oh, I wish, I wish, I wish. Because man, if I lived a life of a wish, then I would not be living the life that I would be today. You've got to get out of that comfort zone and actually go, okay, I'm going to do this. But I find this really interesting. I'm looking at the list and I'm just like, my goodness, this list is just like insane. And the, <laughs> I know that someone can say like, look, there's all, um, you know, negative connotations that come from it. But some of the things here, like masturbation that is not a negative if anything the pleasure that you get from it after oh my goodness the reason why that's probably on the list is because of religion and culture oh my goodness hey i get it everyone has their own situation everyone has their own thing but if i'm going to be really blunt here and really controversial i come from the catholic religion part and I was tuning into a podcast and she gave an absolute truth bomb and I was like whoa that makes so much sense and it made me change from like religion to more of a universe spiritual guidance it was when she talked about the notion of you know we see priest and what they do to certain boys to certain kids and you think how is that actually a faith that I should be following because every single human is built and designed to have sex like I don't know where everyone's getting this wrong but even though they say sex after marriage it's like you've got to do the deed you've got to do that to get the pleasure of being able to create the miracle so if we're following where there's leaders who are masturbating and doing things to young people, then that does not mean that 
it's wrong, it means that he's doing something that he wanted to do. Now, hang on. I kind of said a wrong thing there. Obviously, the pedophile touching a child, absolutely wrong. The masturbation part, that's his own needs. That's what humans are meant to do. They're meant to feel the sensations. We didn't get designed our vulva and penis for a reason. They are there for pleasure. They are there. They're meant to be happening. So when it comes to certain parts of the religion and culture, I'm thinking, guys, we all have to do it. We all do it. Uh, Unless you choose not to, that is your journey. That is your pathway. But it just blows my mind that people really think about it and go, well, that is just not a way that I really want to follow a faith. Some of the actions are not being executed in a way that actually align with our true selves which is we are meant to have sex we are meant to connect with people we're meant to feel these feelings inside us to have the pleasure and to have the desire so yeah i know i've gone on like a real weird tangent then i've kind of gone from one ping pong to another but i just wanted to sort of really get people in the kind of topics that come up and what it is to you what it actually means to you what taboo topics are to you Hang on, let me word that again, Caitlin. I think my brain's just spiraling. What taboo topics do you actually recognize for yourself? What is something that you think is negative? And is it actually negative? Or is it just a preconceived idea from society, from your parents, from your religion, from your culture? You have the choice to believe that. This is a belief. These all come from beliefs and what a word has come from someone from the beginning and societal norm. It is just there you to go do I believe this or do I not and obviously I'm encouraging good behavior here but you can get naughty you can get a little bit sexy in your own way so just be true to yourself on what you think is right or wrong you might completely disagree with everything that I'm saying that is fine that is your journey that is your situation you might actually agree with part of it but not some that's okay that is your journey that is your belief it's just interesting because I have change so much of my beliefs because of what I've educated myself on especially about periods especially about self-confidence and especially about sex education hence why I'm so passionate about preaching what I know and if you're on board cool if you're not all good that's fine there's other people that are preaching in a historical way that you might validate or you might enjoy so yeah preaching to the choir here (laughs) so what we've got to focus on here is what's happening in the present moment what is happening right now that is changing and evolving and i love that we are making the conversations open but it's only certain type of people that are willing to open up the conversation they are putting themselves out there but my goodness those keyboard warriors just keep coming back and pushing us all down which is lovely thanks guys and we are getting the voice out there. It's more of a case of what you're actually communicating to you, your partner, your family. What are the conversations that you're having with yourself that deserve to be heard, that deserve to actually change it? Because so much we get stigmatized and pushed by other people to do and to follow and to believe. And it takes that little bit of consideration for yourself going, do I actually want to do this? And then removing yourself from those beliefs is something that you just got to be strong with, that you have actually got to believe in yourself and going, nope, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to follow this. I want to do that. I found it hilarious when I started telling my family about me doing this. 
And of course, there was the protective layer. There was exactly what every family would normally do. And I just kept pushing it and saying, this is exactly why. And I kept telling them the core reason why I wanted to educate people. Because if I educate people in a way that makes them feel heard and seen, then we're going to eliminate all this disgusting behavior that is actually happening out there and educating people for the right way and actually getting fulfillment and pleasure in a way that they can actually feel good about themselves and know that being female is completely beautiful and it is so deserving to have so much more inside confidence and drive in who you are as an individual. So we need to rewrite this circumstance. We need to rewrite how these taboos have become what they are. And I find it hilarious that even some of the topics that I try and do online, I research about, or I put up or anything like that. And it's still getting slams. And I'm like, wow, the percentage of population is still out there. So I'm kind of like the person with the bull and I'm running at people. So keep those red flags going because this girl's going to keep running. So one of the things or one of the main reasons why I actually wanted to do this podcast episode, not just because I went a bit of a ramp and tangent about taboos and history and what's right and what's wrong, was I had done two female empowerment photo shoots. And with these photo shoots, what it was, was me being in my lingerie and showcasing my natural beauty of my body. When I first booked in this photo shoot, it was a time where I had actually said to myself, I need to amp this up because what ended up happening when I was resigning from my job, I was accused of a lot of things and I just couldn't believe that someone had actually taken the time to even accuse me of certain things. And I thought, hell no, no woman deserves to be spoken to like this. No woman deserves to be heard about this type of level, low level of conversation. And I originally had the photo shoot booked before all this sort of happened. And my friend Sarah, she does these incredible photo shoots where she just really wants to make women feel seen for their body, their beauty, and even all the parts that we think are imperfections and the flaws. And it just really boosts you up as a, as a female to go, I can still see beauty in this no matter what. So I booked it and I said to her, I was like, well, I really need this photo shoot now, despite me resigning from my job. I really need this photo shoot to showcase that I can do this. Now, this wasn't just for content. This just wasn't for anyone else. This was for me to show that I can be sexy, that I can be empowered, that I can actually show up in a way that expresses myself. Because what we associate lingerie is that we associate it with actually being just the closed door department. The It's the only part in the bedroom that we show. And when I did an online course called Queen Alchemy, she really amped up that lingerie is something that can be worn, worn anywhere and anytime to make you feel good about yourself. Because it's got this sort of naughty element to it that you can actually wear it in a way that makes you feel good about yourself. Because the main part of it is to go, well, I want to feel good about myself. So if I'm wearing something sexy, I'm going to feel good about myself. I've never felt like anyone has ever worn lingerie and thought, oh God, I don't feel good. If you have felt that way, then 
you've just got to do the deep work of really tuning into removing that shame or the taboo, the stigma around what you think is shameful, what you think about your body not being desirable because it is desirable. It is so luscious and beautiful. So when I did this photo shoot, I was at a park and it was actually funny. It was quite cold. So the nips were nice and hard, which is great, but good for a photo. (laughs) And what I decided to do was instead of putting a towel up and, you know, doing that, I was like, you know what, whatever, just let's just do it. Let's just take it off. I did have a jacket on because there was moments it was freezing, but then finally the sun came out. So we got some really beautiful glowing photos. And yeah, so Sarah saw my nipples and she saw my body pretty much almost naked. And it wasn't that I felt ashamed by it. I actually felt empowered in that whole moment of going, this is me. This is my body. And how beautiful that I'm actually also in nature as well, that I'm showcasing my truth of about me and I'm being my true self. And I felt so empowered in that whole photo shoot, the angles. I didn't even realize, but a lot of the time I actually was sitting quite naturally because she had a great way of just communicating just a natural conversation. So I wasn't trying to tense. I wasn't trying to get the abs going. I was just being me and just being real. So she had a beautiful way of setting it up. And then when I finished, you know, I didn't really tell the family at first that I was doing like a laundry shoot. I sort of just said it was a work photo shoot. And then I said to them, I was like, oh, it was amazing. I felt so empowered. Like my makeup was on point and it was just insane. I I felt on top of the world, went out to dinner that night and I, I got the photos and I was like, oh, oh my God, they are beautiful. And I remember showing my family and I only showed certain ones and I was kind of like, it was interesting. I could tell I was retracting. I was like, oh God, what are they going to think because of this taboo about it? And, you know, the conversations that came from it were like, oh, that's beautiful, but like, don't post it. Oh, that's beautiful, but don't post it. Don't post on social media. And straight away I had this lens and this filter of going, oh, but I want to show the world. I want to show the world that this is empowering, that this is okay. It's beautiful to show your body. And I kind of had to really think and deep down to myself, what did I actually want to do with these photos? Did I want to just hide them and have them to myself? Like I tell my gut was just like burning, go, Caitlin, put it out there, put it out there because women deserve to feel empowered about their bodies and you're being a catalyst to change. You're showing women that they can show up for themselves. You're showing women that they can actually be true to themselves and be authentic. So what did I do? I picked probably the best photo that I really liked and I was like, okay, I'm posting it. I put it out there and I had an amazing response. I had so many people be like, wow, 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 wow. And then someone reported it. Someone had decided to think, no, that's disgusting. What are you doing? I don't want to say that on my feed. And I was furiated. And I said to my family, like, I cannot believe that it got reported. And what did they do? Oh, yeah, of course it would be reported. Like it shouldn't have been out there. I thought, oh my God, now I'm getting like a downgraded, downgraded level of this. And I pretty much was like, no, I want to back up there. This is, this is what should be happening. It should be that women should be able to show their bodies in a way that is empowering because men can post their bodies with a nipple out there. Why can't a woman? Like it, it just, because it's got a, a bit of extra lump on it, apparently it's different. Apparently that's like the way, the quantitation of like, Boobs represent porn and porn represents sex and all this literal situations. It's like, oh my goodness. Okay, cool. 
good to know. <laughs> so I ended up finally finding a way to get it back out there. And then I started posting more and more. And I had, obviously, there was the typical conversations that people would slide into your DMs and be like, hey, babe, how you doing? It's like, oh, God. <laughs> I just couldn't deal with that. And I then really loved the messages of the females that were like, wow, I really wish I could do this. And that was where I was like, boom, that's what I wanted. I wanted females to be like, bam, bam. I mean, damn, (laughs) damn. I want to do that. I want to feel that level of confidence about myself. And that's where the empowerment comes from. I'm like, it's not taboo. This is empowerment, ladies and gentlemen. This is empowerment for women to feel good about themselves. So then I was like, I want to do more of these. I want to show up in a way that women feel good about themselves. And then I obviously did another empowerment photo shoot and there was still, it was interesting because there was a lot of business sort of styled photos. And then there was ones where I was just in my lingerie and I was like, oh, this is the level that I love. And at the same thing, the photo shoot people were amazing. They were encouraging. They loved the level of confidence that was coming from it. And they even were like, I need to do one now. So it was all radiating for one another because we all felt empowered to be in this space together. And then as soon as the same level of social media came in, it was like, I'm posting it. I'm getting those random DMs. Hey, babe, how you doing? It's like, oh, fuck me, go away. I had to ignore it. And then I had more women going, oh my God, I really want to do this. I'm like, babe, book yourself a photo shoot. I cannot recommend it enough. If you want to really put yourself out there, it is so beautiful. And I cannot wait for the day that I get myself a man and we do one together. Whoa, it's going to be luscious. Those elements of empowerment are so incredible. And that's why I also do the female empowerment workshops because it's not only just like standing there in your lingerie, but it's also so igniting of your power and inner strength that you do have. Every single individual has this level of strength. So I'm happy to put myself out there. And I love it that some of my friends are like, oh yeah, Caitlin, we saw your nipple on on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't mean I'm disrespecting myself. That's just showing that, you know, I'm okay with who I am and I'm proud of who I am. And it's not like I'm going to show everything, but it's definitely, and like, don't get me wrong, there was the, the joys of like blurring it out to try and make sure it's not completely there because I do have the element of, you know, I do respect my body in a way, but it's not that I'm disrespecting my body. It's me feeling empowered in the space of going, I have beautiful features. I'm female. I have breasts. They are not big but they are beautiful and they are mine and they are unique and they are special and that and I'm saying this as I'm touching my breasts at the same time <laughs> to really affirm myself it doesn't matter about the size Caitlin that these breasts are beautiful I just went on a weird one then <laughs> so yes so it's really interesting the layers of what is empowering and what's not and that's why with my social media page your girlfriend that I always love to amp up women for the empowerment of not only just showcasing the side that is sexy but also the empowerment of just showing up as those beautiful stretch marks those skin textures the pimples whatever it needs to be is that is still empowering itself it's just showing up as your true authentic self and I also show that that side as well I post up about you know my stomach not always being abs intense and the bloating and you know my skin breaking out and like I didn't wear makeup today I was like it doesn't matter where it is it's been like oh I am empowered in myself I'm confident in who I am and that's the best part about it so yeah all those people that commented and decided to shame the situation or even report the situation 
I had to go through the emotional roller coaster of understanding that I'm coming from a place of empowerment and I had to really just seep through and and filter out what was needed and what was necessary because I'm still getting hammered by it and I am just pushing through. I'm like, no, Caitlin, keep going. It's okay. You know that this is happening for a reason. (laughs) You know that you're doing this to help women to remove the shame about themselves because the beauty within us is so important to recognize. So whether people are trying to push us down, I'm going to keep fighting. And I'm going to keep fighting my way up because that's what needs to be done. doesn't mean I'm going to keep showing my nipple, but it just means I'm going to keep showing up in a way that makes women feel empowered. And I'm going to keep showing more truth bombs because boom, that's all we deserve. (laughs) So whether, you know, it's amazing because summertime we show all these bikini photos and apparently that's acceptable. When it comes to lingerie, apparently it's not. Oh God. Let's just, let's just try and remove that and know that it is so sexy to do it. And I love that we're getting like these lingerie tops now that are wearing with like jeans and little blazer jackets. Oh, what a vibe. I've tried to find the right lingerie top because I do feel the cold, but I feel like the shops at the moment don't have what you want. And when you're looking for something, it never turns up. (laughs) But in the end, we want to be able to express ourselves in a way that is just comforting in who we are. So whether you're going to meet me at the level of where I'm at or whether you just feel ignited to take that step, I'm so proud of whatever step you are taking because you're choosing yourself and you're choosing what you want, which is amazing. (laughs) Because who are we living up to? We don't need to be living up by anyone else. We don't need to be living up to whatever society says to us. You need to be living by what you want and you can clearly communicate that to your partner as well. Because that is so important that you communicate exactly what you want and what you need. And you listen to them as well and what they want and what they need. Because we have our own individual lives. We choose on who we connect with. We choose what we want for ourselves. And we choose how to share our time with people that we want to connect with. So let's just make sure that we are really tuning into what we want. Are you ready to really unleash your inner queen? And you are ready to take on a step forward? and take that action for yourself well now you can download our free ebook that is ready for you all in the palm of your own hands all you need to do is click the link below and download your free ebook now because ladies you deserve to unleash your inner queen because she's sitting there ready to go ready to (laughs) have some fun so let's go ladies download your free ebook now because you deserve it you go girlfriend Okay, let's check in. Are you still with me? Have you still got your earphones in? Are you still (laughs) enjoying the uh, podcast so far? Because I'm going to get some strategies now on how to actually really ignite this sexy side of you, this empowering side of you that you deserve. I want you to think to yourself, what do you do for yourself that makes you feel sexy, that makes you feel good about yourself? Yes, I left a pause there because I wanted you to think for yourself. (laughs) So one of the things that I highly recommend is let's just go back to the lingerie side of things. Now, I know, don't get me wrong, I love, oh, I love my comfy, you know, undies. And the reason why is because I don't like having too much where my bum eats the undies all the time. So I have certain undies that I know I can wear and they don't sort of 
like I know there's certain G-strings you get and like the material is so thin and just rubs your ass cheeks and you're like, oh God, that is frustrating. I like the ones where they sort of, uh, the silky and they have a little less sort of rub and tub on the bum. So there's certain G-strings or thongs that I prefer, but I love the lingerie bras. Oh, and I also love the bralettes. Now I've got small teddy bit it is. So <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a weird one, Helen. <laughs> that really weird. Um, so yeah, the bralettes for me are just nice because I also don't like to, I love moments where I can push my breasts up, but then there's moments where I just love them like being in their element of just comfort because I feel like when I'm pushing my breasts up a lot that I just get sort of short breath. And I'm only doing it because of this sort of notion of cleavage and, you know, men like big titties. So you're trying to push them all up to try and get all that package there where I've just fully gone to the acceptance of going, well, I've got these breasts for a reason. So let's use them for the right reasons. So yeah, wearing lingerie is going to be something that is helpful. Choosing a time where you want to wear it. When it's your period cycle, I understand that you don't want to wear it because it's just not a time, but you might want to just wear the bra part. You might just want to wear your certain undies. Like I know people wear period undies. So choose your time when you actually want to wear your bra or your bralette because as soon as you have it on and you're walking around, you're like, oh, I'm doing the grocery shops and I got my lingerie on. It's great. Now, I used to not actually wear jewelry. I used to be someone because I used to work in a store called Pandora and I was covered in jewelry all the time and I think I actually overdid it. So I actually didn't wear jewelry. And when I actually started to go back into wearing jewelry again, I don't wear rings, bracelets or something like a bracelet. I always wear earrings and sometimes a necklace. And it's interesting. We have such a beautiful way of wearing jewelry to accessorize ourselves. We have this beautiful way of actually accessorizing in a beauty of a jewel. So I have changed my mindset about jewelry and I think it's such an endearing way that we can actually be gifted and, you know, sort of shown that it's okay. It's okay to actually bling yourself up and to dull yourself up and to dull. No, we don't want to dull. We want to fire things up. We want to make us for good. So, yeah. I recommend wearing jewelry wherever you want to. Doesn't have to be too much. Doesn't have to be like flood yourself with jewelry and pack it on. But just something that makes you feel like, oh yes, I got that feminine touch. I got that jewelry on. Why not? Now the other part is obviously wearing lipstick. Oh, there's something juicy about wearing lipstick, and it's kind of like this. It's either going to be messy fun or it's either going to be like, you know, you can't but you can tease it. <laughs> I do love a good red lip. I think it's hot. I think it's sexy. And, you know, if it gets messy, then that's just the fun of it. Well, I'm just like also a pawpaw girl. <laughs> I, I love putting pawpaw on my lips because I love that sort of notion of going, mm, my lips feel moist and wet and beautiful. I, I just think the more that we actually put stuff on our lips, the more that it's alluring that it's like, mm, puck up girl, let's go. <laughs> so wearing some lipstick or lip gloss, or I don't think I've actually worn lip gloss in so long, but I just think pawpaw is something that I like to wear every day because it's maybe it's a bit of addiction there, but it makes the lips feel mm, 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 delicious. Now, one of the things I would love more women to do is to really get into dancing but not just like party dancing, like sensual dancing. 
oh, there's something so orgasmic about when you just do some dancing. I get it now, ladies. If you're doing pole dancing, oh my goodness, I get it. I think it's amazing and endearing of how women can get so sexy and sensual. Now, if a man is walking up to a woman, they have that sort of strong masculine protection vibe. So when they walk, they need to have that straight sort of soldier, macho approach. But for a woman, when they get sensual and sexy and they are slowly moving their hips, because we've got the hips to be able to move in a way like Shakira. So when we're really luring our whole body, oh, it has this orgasmic effect of just pure bliss. It's like, oh my goodness, that woman can move. <laughs> so yeah, whenever you're at the dance floors and people are like dropping like it's hot, give them a woohoo because they deserve it because it is hot when women move, move their bodies, move every way possible. Oh, it's just, man, I could do this podcast moving a little bit more. I'm like even trying to jiggle in my seat. I'm like, this is delicious. <laughs> and obviously, even though the taboo of masturbation is out there, I'm like, mm, let's change that. Pleasing yourself is not only just with masturbation, but also feeding yourself with good nutritionist food and, you know, treating yourself to the time meditations or treating yourself to slowing down time. And I just think that women need to establish this connection of feminine energy because we're living too much in our masculine energy. We are just doing it too much. And I know, I love when my mate said to me, I hate seeing a woman stressed. And I'm like, oh, that is so beautiful to hear because for women, stress is not good at all. Look, stress is in general is not good, but for women, we've got too much already going on on our insides. We need to slow down and we need to really enjoy the pleasure of our own bodies. And this can even be actually tapping into like a breast massage. Oh, it is so sensual because we, when we have our emotions and we sort of a breathing quite short, we're accumulating a lot of our emotions up around our rib area and our breast area. So it's quite like sort of tight in this area. And if we're actually helping by massaging our breast in a way, it is so beautiful to connect with because we've got these beautiful breasts on us for a reason. And they have a lot of production of what they can do. And we need to respect them. Same with our womb spaces as well and not rushing the process, really actually connecting soulfully with it as well. And, you know, it's just so beautiful when you actually discover the true intuition of true pleasure. And, oh, I could just, I feel like when I've educated myself on my pleasure spectrum, sorry, parents, if you listen to this, but when I actually have learnt what pleasure can be and how it can be done, and what it actually is for a female, I'm like, oh my God, I want every female to feel this. I just, oh, when you make the choice to learn about the pleasure of life within yourself and what you can actually be capable of, whew, my goodness, it is insane. And, you know, there's there's so many ways I can talk about this and I'm trying to like hold back and I'm even like, I can tell that I'm a little bit turned on at the moment. <laughs> This is so funny. I'm like, oh, okay, Caitlin, this is hilarious. You're actually turned on by your own podcast. But hey, this is sexy though. <laughs> uh, but the best part about it is empowerment is about showing up as yourself. 
And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm showing up and I can feel the ooze of just exciting feelings of going, wow, I know that I can treat myself with this great level of empowerment. And it takes the consideration of releasing whatever's holding you back, all the shame, all the guilt, and such tapping into what you truly deserve, really what you deserve, which is sexy empowerment, really igniting the woman that you were meant to be and just being your authentic self. So I just, I love the fact that I just realized, I'm like, Caitlin, you're getting really turned on at the moment. I'm like, oh God. Uh, but no, I um, I just know that once you start putting yourself out there, this is exactly what I did. And I know that there's some conversations I've had with friends and it's landed in a funny way. And there's some friends that are fully accepting of it. And it's okay. I didn't do it for them. I did it for me. So I can just vouch for if you're choosing to check in with what you really want, then hey, you're accepting yourself and you're finding out what you, what you want to love about yourself. So yeah, there's so many, <laughs> so many goodies that come from here. But in the end, they're just some some strategies, not all the strategies, but there's some strategies that you can do that you can either apply right now or you can either investigate and learn about a little bit more. And you have time. You have time to figure this out. 100%. You have the time. So don't hold back. Get yourself to that reasoning of what you want to feel about empowerment because taboo is not going to be something that needs to be part of you. Taboo can be what you want and what you believe is right for you. So controversial or not, you choose what you want to do because that's what you want to do for your life. And yeah, whatever your friends say, that's what your friends say. You look after yourself, girlfriend. You look after yourself. All right, ladies, we are going to finish up on something that I think is really powerful and probably three key things that help with empowerment. The number one thing is remembering your worth, really tapping into what it is that you've forgotten about yourself, what it is that you maybe never known about yourself, but deep down you're desiring about yourself. And it's once you actually ignite these moments of realization, you're then actually able to tap into what you truly want for yourself. And it actually takes you to a point of going, well, I need to physically do something about this because when you have all these emotions and thoughts, they sort of sit in you and you just keep believing. You're like, yep, that's what I believe. Yep, that's what I want. It's like, no, 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 let's get that out. Let's get that out because we're going to change the narrative. We're going to change the story of what you believe and reminding you of your worth because you really do deserve it. The second thing is taking action, really taking in the action of going, well, I need to actually make this. I've been aware of it. I now know what my worth is, but I, I've only just ignited it. I've only just started and understanding what this is about. I need to actually take this into action and ingrain this into me to make sure that I actually fully believe it because you've taken it from a, a conscious mind of going, okay, I know my worth. Woo. Three weeks down the track or four weeks down the track, you're like, I'm back to my belief. I'm back to what it is. We really need to dig deep into your subconscious, into your gut, and actually make you soulfully believe that you deserve to be your best self, that you deserve to be enough, that you deserve to be more than than you've been presenting to yourself today. And then the third thing is actually staying accountable and being able to check up on yourself and be like, hey, I know I'm worthy of this. I know I deserve this. I've, I've shown that I've taken the action to be able to prove that I deserve this. I need to be accountable and keep going because so many people do the work, they take action and then they forget and then they go, oh, I'm back to that belief. Oh, I don't, you know, I don't deserve. And you see people that fluctuate between goals. They achieve a short goal and then all of a sudden they go back to their old habits because 
for such a long period of time, they've gone, well, that is a part of my life and that is what I'm meant to do. Well, no, you can actually change that narrative. That's in your brain that you're consciously just letting happen. We need to stop the track. We need to remain accountable so that you have not only the support for yourself, but the support of a community that will back you and make sure that when you do question yourself, that you have your sisterhood that is able to actually, you know, be there for you and to guide you and to make yourself accountable because we are our own harsh critics. We need to treat ourselves like our own best friend. We need to speak to ourselves like our own best friend. Sometimes it's a little bit hard. So we need an external best friend to be able to push us and to go, no, you deserve to feel good about yourself. You deserve to feel amazing about yourself. So these three things are really applicable to be able to get and up-level yourself to empowerment. And the way to actually do this is to take action now. And you're probably thinking, hang on, Caitlin, well, how do I take action? Like, this all sounds amazing. What do I actually do? Well, what I've ended up doing is I've ended up creating a three-week program, which has all these three amazing tools in it. It's called, girl, you're worth it because you are. You are so worth feeling and remembering your worth by actually taking action to really ignite yourself and to stay accountable. And I'm going to be by your side, making sure that you feel good and amazing about yourself. This isn't just like a do the program, see you later. This is the friendship that we're now building on. And from this program, Everything is there ready to go for you. So this is showing that you can step up for yourself. You can take the action. You can stay accountable and you are going to know that you're worth it so much more better because you're going to have the tools, you're going to have the strategies, you're going to have the support to be able to know exactly what you deserve in every day because it's so important. It's so important that you really rectify what you truly deserve. And the best part about it is that this three-week course is all online. It's all ready to go. It's so affordable. It is so affordable that you're literally getting 12 plus coaching sessions one-on-one. And during that time, you're actually getting really high level content. And, you know, I feel like so many coaches out there charge ridiculous prices for the value of it. But I really rectify and understand that people don't just have show pony of money and you know flapping all around so the best part about it is it's really affordable so many women need to feel this level of worth and they deserve it so if you're interested click the link in the show notes and know that this is ready for you it's ready to go are you ready to take yourself accountable are you ready to take action and are you ready to remember your worth because you truly do deserve it because girl you are worth it. You really are. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in to not only a conversation that was a mixed balls of conversations, but it was something that I really have been wanting to do because I was like, let's just turn up these conversations. Let's just really amp it up. And to be honest, there's more to come. (laughs) So I really appreciate your time. And thank you so much for openly discussing these conversations. And I wonder what comes out of it for you and what you really want to start being accountable for and taking action because girl, you really are deserving of everything and more. So don't let that limiting belief of what stigma taboo is out there. You deserve to feel empowered about yourself. So thank you. And as always, accept yourself before you learn to love yourself. Take care of yourself, my love, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I truly appreciate it. And you deserve to feel heard, seen, valued, and supported. Book in your next date with me by subscribing to our podcast and take a peek at our show notes for the links that you might have missed. Until next time, bye, my love.